Hello, hey, and welcome to Ask the Color Expert. My name is Elaine Travis. I am a career hair colorist, independent educator, and author of the book, A Colorful Journey. I'm here every week sharing tips, tricks, and stories that are all things hair color. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Today is a solo episode, just me. And if you're in a great mood and you're having an awesome day, you might want to change the channel because I'm going to be a little bit Debbie Downer today. Not proud of it, but I am very transparent and I am pretty much no bullshit. So I'm not going to be Susie Sunshine when I see some things that are upsetting about our industry and that we need to be aware of. So after 35 years doing what I love and having a lot of passion for this industry, I can safely say I've never seen a more trying, tumultuous, crazy time in everything about our industry. Uh, It started prior to COVID with um, a lot of misaligned uh, forms of paying staff as far as 1099s and, you know, treating people like contractors when they're really commissioned employees and making them responsible for their own taxes and so forth. And everyone is hurt in those scenarios because the employee, you know, can't buy a home and get approved for a mortgage because their income is all screwed up and not done legitimately. Um, The owner doesn't get as many write-offs or maybe they got all the write-offs. I don't even know which is which, but it just was not cool. So we started with that. And then we had the solo suite model come along and rock all of the commission salon owners worlds where, you know, why wouldn't an employee that has a strong book want to make a go of it to be an entrepreneur when they had no headaches, no staff hiring, no employee manual, no onboarding and training and all of the things. Um, So there's a whole lot of that as well. Um, And a lot of people that were kind of a hybrid in between Um, and COVID kind of shook all of that out because if you were a kitchen beautician and doing hair under the radar in your basement or your garage, you didn't get the government assistance because you didn't really have a legitimate business. So lots of working parts, lots of moving pieces and lots of drama. Um, And that's all said and done, but what's really um, upsetting me this week is education. Education and the cost of goods. I am a full-time educator now. So when I choose to do a model for my membership, if you're not familiar with my membership, it's called Hair Color Secrets Insider. And it is for hairstylists that want to become more expert colorists and earn a better living and charge higher prices as a color expert. So when I want to add new material to the library, I seek out a model and I set it up and I do them at a friend's salon and I provide all of the materials that I need in order to complete the service. And because I'm, I'm not ordering every single week the way that I was when I was in the salon, you know, 50, 50 weeks out of the year, um, it's not as frequent, thank God. Um, I had to go to my local salon centric to pick up color 
and a couple, you know, clips and little things like that, that it's like the other sock, right? With your clips. I don't know where my clips go, but I just keep buying them and I just never have them. So I walk into salon centric and I need butterfly clips, duckbill clips, uh, two bottles of Redken 10 minute color gels. Um, I needed more clear shades EQ. Um, and I got the big bottle, which was the bulk of the order. It was $32 for clear shades EQ, $32. Um, the color gels, 10 minute color was $8 and 50 cents per bottle. I needed two of them. So all total, my bill was $69 for one model. And she was a basic uh, gray retouch that had been overdue. She had about four inches of regrowth. Um, and I really kind of needed more color for her that I had in the salon that I use. So it would have been even more than that had I added it all up. So $69 to perform a root retouch and glaze. And how many of you listening don't even charge $69 for the service? So if you have not looked at your prices, if you have not sat down post COVID, you know, you should have been doing it all along, but especially now, um, I, I'm, I'm really showing my age right now. I went to lunch by myself in town in St. Petersburg and I had a great lunch. It's called Pacific Counter. I had a poke bowl. It was delicious. And I had that craving for something sweet. And I saw that next door was an old school candy shop where you could get things in bulk and all that stuff. So I walked in and they had dark chocolate mallow cups. If you are over the age of, I would say 35, maybe right now, you know what a mallow cup is. It's all marshmallow and a little bit of like, almost like coconutty, crunchy something in there with normally milk chocolate, but now I'm into dark chocolate. So they had them and I was thrilled and I picked it up and I said to the gentleman behind the register, I feel so bad handing you a credit card for one candy bar thinking, you know, in my ancient self that a candy bar is going to be a dollar or a dollar 50 at the most. So he said, no problem. And I handed my American Express and with tax, it was $3.80 for one candy bar. And I walked out of the store and I was just laughing out loud. I probably looked like a crazy person. And I probably sound like a crazy person sharing this with you. But when I bought my last Mallow Cup, it was 35 cents. So I am officially my grandma, my mom, all of the people that came before me that were like, wow, a loaf of bread was 10 cents when I was your age. And I was like, oh my gosh, how can a mallow cup be $3.80? How can hair color be $8.50 for two ounces of liquid color? Not including the developer that you need to make it work. So that's even more. So you have to be at the point in your career where you sit down and you literally act like the cheapest person that you've ever met that you hate going to dinner with, you literally have to count how many foils did you have to use on that head? How much cotton did you use? How many gloves did you use? How many towels did you use? How many, you know, clips and plastic caps? And if you have a disposable cape, anything that you use for that service has to be added up down to the penny because you're going to really get sick to your stomach when you see that most of the time, chances are right now, if you have not raised your prices in over three years, you are losing money right now, 100% losing money. 
It's not possible to earn a profit in today's world without having a very recent price increase. And if it was a recent price increase, I'm also going to gamble and say, you probably did not increase it enough for what is happening right now. When I'm recording this podcast, gas is $5 a gallon. We haven't seen those prices in years. Chicken is more expensive. Eggs are more expensive. Everything that we go to buy in the store is double what it used to be. When we first moved here to St. Pete, we got a quote on what it you know, would cost to have an in-ground pool put in a yard if we were looking at a property. And we got a quote of 60,000. A friend just told me she got a quote this year, same thing, 90,000. I have a friend who's trying to get a deck put on her house. When she got her original quote two years ago, it was one price. Now it's two and a half times what it was. It's all the supply chain issues. You know, it's every company got backlogged with all of their production and they just don't have the supplies and the materials that they need. So we collectively as an industry have to stop having fear of raising prices. We all sit in fear of, oh my gosh, my clients are going to leave me. They're never going to come back. I'm going to lose all of my business. Well, guess what? Right now you're working free. So better to lose them and not be doing all of the physical work and still lose money. I was told from the summit system with Michael Cole and Randy Kunkel, great program. I did it about 15 years ago. I grew my business more than I ever had ever in the history of my 35, 32 years in business. We grew exponentially, but almost too fast. We were training and getting people behind chairs that we didn't have enough chairs for. And I wanted no parts of another location because I had already been there, done that and have the scars to prove it. So I was not ready to do that. So the summit pointed out to us that retail is really important in a salon to pay for the overhead of the salon so that you can actually make a profit on the hair services. We as a salon are terrible at retailing, terrible. We're always lingering under 10%, really more like a 5%, which is an absolute disgrace, but it is what it is. We're competing with Amazon and we can boohoo and cry about how we have to compete with all these other outlets, but that's life and you have to pivot and you have to figure it out. So we figured it out a little bit by having private label where it's the name of our salon on the product. So we know they can't get it on Amazon or eBay or Ulta or Sephora or any of those places, but it's still difficult to compete with all of the things that show up in people's feeds of a celebrity. I was just getting sucked into Gwyneth Paltrow last night, putting a scrub on her face. And of course her skin looks amazing because she probably gets IPL facials that are thousands of dollars every month and has nothing to do with the scrub that she's sharing with me that's on her Goop website. And when I went on to possibly purchase her scrub, it was $145. So I was like, I'm going to pass Gwyneth. I might put that $145 towards the IPL that you're probably really getting. Um, so we're competing with celebrity endorsements. We're competing with um, Insta famous ambassadors that get paid every time we buy something that they recommend and the Amazons and the Ebays and all of that of the world. But it's not an excuse to you know, not do your job. So the same conversation that Randy and Michael had about they said, if you're not selling retail and you have a busy colorist who is bringing in a high amount of money every year, if that same colorist is not selling retail, you're actually losing money on them. 
If you're paying them 50% or more commission, you're actually losing money on that colorist. I'm going to say that again. If you're paying over 50% commission or even 50% commission, and you have a typical overhead and that person is not selling any retail, you're actually losing money because the cost of product has doubled and tripled. It's absolutely insane. And then if you're anything like me, we were always what's considered a cherry picker in the industry where we love this color for our Latino women that want caramel. And we like this brand for someone who's glazing their blonde and wants to be a beigey champagne color. But if they want to be a redhead, we love this brand. So we had this whole entire wall of all different brands of hair color all at the same time. So we never were able to cash in on any type of rewards or loyalty program because we have just enough with each one and not enough with one to send us on a trip or get us education or any of those things. So then we're paying out of pocket for education and capes and all the things that you usually get from a manufacturer when you are one brand in your salon. So I just wanted to jump on here and talk about that and talk about education. I spent my day today at a local salon. Uh, a friend who cuts my hair here in St. Pete posted that there was a class and that he was inviting people to it. And the name intrigued me because I had never heard of the brand and I knew nothing about it. And I knew that the gentleman teaching the class was from Australia, which who doesn't want to sit and listen to an Australian accent for a couple of hours. And then I saw that the class was being hosted by someone who we keep crossing each other's paths on social media, but we've never met. She has a beautiful salon in downtown St. Pete. It's connected to a cute hotel. And I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to go to her salon. I've been wanting to meet her. I want to see Albie, who I never get to see. And I also want to know what this product is. So I showed up and it was the two people teaching the class, the girl hosting the salon, one of her employees, and then three other people. And it was one of the most pleasant afternoons that I've had because it was intimate and it was in person. It wasn't on Zoom. It wasn't a boring product knowledge class. We had good conversation. We were able to ask questions. We were able to see the product in use like the good old days. I just wrapped up the Premier Orlando show and I can't tell you how disappointed I am in the energy that's at the shows. There isn't that palpable energy that I used to get butterflies the night before going to the show, even when I wasn't teaching, even when I was at just someone attending, I would stand in line and my heart would be racing and I'm looking around at all the different signs and I would have the book in my hands and I'd be planning out my day and I'd be like, oh crap, this class is the same time as this class. Let's divide and conquer. You go to that class and take some video and I'll go to this class and take some video and we'll meet back for lunch. It was so awesome and so much fun. And this was just like, not that. And I don't know if it's temporary. I hope that it is, but I just keep finding myself making excuses for the lack of excitement and passion that I've seen recently at events. Um, I do think that people have a lot of Zoom fatigue right now. So I am really um, pondering whether or not to move forward with this year's revival or to pivot and do a really incredible intimate in-person event. My heart is leaning towards the in-person intimate event because of what I just shared. Um, but realistically, an in-person event is a lot more work for me. It's a lot more risk for me. 
Um, it's a lot more um, buy-in from an attendee where there's a flight now involved, a hotel involved, meals involved. So it's a bigger investment for everyone, both the presenter and the attendee. Um, but that's where I am right now. I'm thinking that um, I've been at this long enough to know, to see when there's a seismic shift. Um, there's all kinds of things going on with the moon right now, not to get too woo-woo, but I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the energy of the moon and all of the changes that are happening. And I feel both excited by it and bummed out about it at the same time, because isn't it always comfortable to know what to expect, to have that thing that you go to every year that you can always count on? I don't have that anymore. So maybe that's a sign that I have to create it. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but that's kind of what I'm thinking right now. Um, it doesn't have to be just me personally, but I feel like a collaborative effort to bring back that amazing high energy in-person jam session of just really passionate people that love to teach and people who love to learn all in the same room, man, there's nothing you can't do when you have that energy in one building. So right now, my, my goal is to find the perfect venue um, that's both not too big, not too small, not crazy expensive so that I can keep the price of the event down. Um, and that's all in the works. But in the meantime, you know, just keep checking your prices, check yourself. Don't make excuses for not raising your prices if we all collectively raise our price, even if it's $7 per service, if every single salon in every single city in every single state, if we collectively said tomorrow at 10 a.m., let's all raise our price $7. Imagine what that would do for all of our careers because our clients wouldn't say, I'm going three doors down to Janet's salon because she didn't raise her prices. We're not going to be getting compared to our neighbor. We're going to be compared to our fabulous selves. And if you are terrified to raise your prices, that tells me that you don't believe that you are giving the level of service to your client that would make them not even question the price. You want to make your service so amazing and so special that price is irrelevant. They don't even ask how much. I know for myself when I am at a spa and they say, would you like to add a 15 minute treatment where we rub your feet for 15 minutes with, you know, essential oils and some um, crystal, you know, crystal stones for your pressure points? I'd be like, yes. If I'm already laying there getting a massage for an hour and they ask me, I'm not going to say, well, how much is that? I'm in a state of bliss and I want the bliss to continue. So of course I'm going to upgrade to the foot massage and I'll worry about it later. So that's kind of the mentality I want you to have is that that client feels so loved, so cared for, their hair looks so amazing that they literally just pull their card out and hand it to your receptionist and don't even ask what the total is. And when they're handed the receipt, they scribble their little doctor signature, they hand it back to the girl and they float out of the salon with their next appointment in hand. So something to think about. I wanted to bring this to you while it was fresh on my mind for the podcast. Um, I love doing the, the solo ones every once in a while. Um, it's fun to be able to just talk about what is on my mind. And I so appreciate all of you listening. Please, if you have not already, um, consider joining the Ultimate Hairstylist Mentorship. It is absolutely free. 
You can find it by going to www.expertcolorsolutions.com forward slash mentor. It is completely free. We have 20 amazing, passionate mentors offering absolutely free education, and it's something not to be missed. Um, and hint, hint, the in-person event may just have a bunch of our fabulous mentors participating. So just saying. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Please share this podcast with a friend who's also a hairstylist. And I would love for you to take a second and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy the rest of your day and I will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.